Welcome to the Child Care Business Coach Podcast with Evelyn Knight, where mindset mechanics come together for success. Evelyn Knight is the leader of the ECE revolution and is on a mission to touch 1 million children's lives through the elevation of the ECE community. Good morning, everybody, or afternoon if you're watching the replay, or I guess if you're on the East Coast, right? Because my morning is your afternoon if you're on the East Coast here. So good morning. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to me. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about a very important subject that all of us need, communication, and how to get those things out that we need to say that needs to happen. I um, Last week, I taught in my membership cohort and to my people, and we talked about communication. And there were some conversations that I thought, you know what? My Mindset Monday people, they need to hear this too, whether you're a member of mine or not. Um, Mindset Monday is only about 20 minutes, so I don't have time in this 20 minutes to really dive deep into how to have a conversation that is hard, but I'm going to give you an overview really quickly, a quick summary of what I taught my uh, membership group last week, my mastermind, because it is important and we all need to know. Uh, by the way, if you're new to me, my name is Evelyn Knight. I am the host of the Child Care Business Coach podcast, which some of you are listening to. Some of you are watching me live on YouTube or Facebook. And I'm the owner of Child Care Business Professionals. Child Care Business Professionals exists to help you with things like this. This is what we do. We want to see people just be able to take their passion for children and early childhood education and child care. And we want to see you have a successful business because you deserve to not have so much stress in your life. You deserve not to let your center overwhelm you and overcome you. And yes, that is possible. You don't have to work 50, 60 hours a week. You don't have to dread Monday mornings. It doesn't have to be that way. And that is what I'm dedicated to help. And that's what I help my mastermind members with is just to find that passion again and to love your center. But today we're going to talk about one of those things that steals your passion. And that's the ability to communicate. Because if you cannot communicate, what's happening is you're not saying those things that you need to say. And your staff is probably running your business. They are probably running your business right now if you're not communicating. And that is probably the cause of a lot of your anxiety because you know you need to say something. Are you overwhelmed with how often your staff is calling in? Are you allowing your staff to hijack your center? I really want you to hear me on this. If you are struggling with staff, you are allowing them to hijack your center or whatever type of business you run. You are allowing it. And it all comes down to communication. This is one of my favorite books in the world, Fierce Conversations by Susan Scott all-time favorite books. And I love this book because it really laid out the foundation for me um, on why it's so important. I am a person that hates to cause anybody any kind of pain. I just really, I, I feel a person's pain in every fiber of my being. And so it really bothers me 
to see another person in pain. And I understand and I know that I'm not the one causing the pain. I do get that. I know that it's a person's thoughts and their interpretation that causes their pain. When I need to fire somebody, I know it's not me firing them. They fired themselves, right? I get that. But I just hate to see them in pain, whether they earned it or not, right? And and one of the things I remind myself all the time is you need to let people reap their own consequences, right? Every action has a consequence, whether it's negative or positive. I am not causing the consequence. This person did. I may have to implement the consequence, but I am not the cause of the consequence. Even knowing all that, it's still really, really hard on me. One of the things Susan says in the book, uh, Fierce Conversations, is that where you are today, every aspect of your life is a result of one conversation at a time. Whether it's a conversation that you never had, that you should have had, or it's a conversation that you have had, you're there because of conversations. So when I read that, I was just like, it, it made me think. And when I'm reading a book, when I hear something like that, I'll read that phrase over and over and over and I'll stop and I'll really process. I probably stopped at that point for about a week and had to just really process, what is she saying? And as I really processed that statement, I realized, wow, she is 100% true. At the time, um, the first time I read this book, my husband uh, was still terminally ill. And it really just, I started playing all the doctor appointments in my mind and all of the things, uh, just everything just started playing in my mind, where I was in my business, where my husband was in his health, all of the things. And I realized, oh my gosh, this is true. It is so true. Now, of course, there are things that are out of our control, but how we deal with it, how we get there, it does happen one conversation at a time, right? Even through losing my husband, that I even got there one conversation at a time. Just the fact that I talked to him, I got married to him, right? That's how I ended up where I was. So really think about that. So within your business, what you're doing today, look around you. Those struggles that you're facing, you got there. Either one conversation that you've had or one that you haven't had, right? And most of the time, what I find is it's conversations that were never had, words that were never spoken that should have been spoken. So I realized after reading that one phrase that I had to start having these conversations and they can't always wait. We need to have these conversations before they become a big issue. When you lose great staff members, why do we lose them? Usually it's because they didn't communicate with you some problems that they were having, right? They didn't take the time to come to you, to talk to you, to tell you how they felt. A lot of times things are a huge misunderstanding, but because there was no communication it spirals out of control. I've literally watched people lose their jobs based on misinterpretations. We create stories in our head, right? 
And this is something when it comes to communication that is very important for you to hear. We create stories in our head and interpretations of the things around us based on our experiences and based on our past history. And we automatically just think this must be the truth because this is how I would have done it. And we don't realize that 80% of the time we are wrong. We're wrong. Okay. I want you guys to really think about that. And because what we're doing is we're projecting our own beliefs, our own perspective, and our perspective is formed by our life experience and our educations. So how many of your staff are doing that to you? How many of your staff are projecting onto you something that they believe that isn't true because you have not communicated with them? Everything that we deal with in life is a story, right? Everything that we deal in life is a story. But what happens is your staff and everybody in your world is only getting parts of that story. They fill in the blanks. What you're not saying, they are filling in those blanks. They're coming up with their own stories to fill in the blanks of what's really happening. And that is how they're interpreting it. And I have literally seen people destroy their lives. And every single one of you have too. If you think of a time where you're thinking like, wow, what did they just do that for? They just, they're crazy. They just threw all that away over what? The reason people do that is because they have a partial story. And in their mind, they are filling in the blanks of what they don't know. Oh, parents, absolutely. Facebook users says parents do this also. 100%, probably even more important than your staff. And it probably, well, not more important, but it probably happens more often with your clients, you guys. Your parents are doing this more than your staff because they're really on the outside. But they're breaking in and they're creating these stories based on the limited information that they have. And those stories become their truth because most people don't question the stories in their mind. So what I'm going to challenge you right now is to be the person that questions the stories that you're coming up with. One of your parents comes in and their child hasn't taken a bath and you automatically like, oh, they're so neglectful. They don't even bathe their child. Question your stories. Your interpretation may be way off. You may not even know that that child is homeless right now and they're living out of their car because they might actually play a very good game to hide it from you the parent may play a very good game. Question the stories. A child might be misbehaving a lot and you're just going to label them as a bad kid, right? Which just drives me crazy. If Yeah, that absolutely drives me crazy. There are no bad kids. There's adults who don't know how to deal with children, but there are no bad children. And so, but we're labeling and we don't have any clue what it looks like. Okay. And if you're not communicating, if you're not seeing, saying what needs to be said, then people are filling in those blanks. When it comes to parents, I really want to put it in perspective. Your parents are in your buildings for maybe 10 minutes a day. If that they come in in the morning, they drop off, they say their hellos, they say goodbye, they walk out. 
They come and pick up in the evenings. They say hey, their hellos. They pick up their child. They walk out. That is all they're seeing of your child care center. So that is what they think your entire program is. Those limited interaction. So I want you to take a minute and really think about what that is. When drop off and pick up time, what are your parents seeing? Because that's what they think their child is doing all day long. We know it's not. But how else are they supposed to know? It is unrealistic for you to get upset with that and to say, well, they should just know better. Why? Why should they know better? Have they ever worked at a child care center? Have they ever worked at a quality one? Because some of my parents have worked at child care centers, but they haven't worked at one that's high quality like mine. So if we are not communicating and showing them what we do, how are they supposed to know? Right? So communication is key. The first thing you want to do is set up your expectations. People get upset because of expectations that are not met. That's all. Think about it. Everything that you have been angry with, you get mad at your husband, you get mad at your boss, you get mad at state, whatever. It's because you have an expectation of how something should be. And it didn't happen that way. And now you're disappointed and now you're angry. You think it should look like this, but this is what the reality is, right? So it's unmet expectations. So how do you avoid that? You voice your expectations. You basically show people ahead of time, this is exactly what it is, right? And then they don't have unmet expectations. You show them from the start. This is what it looks like. And then their expectations are met. I so often hear providers out there who are struggling with getting payment because their um, families don't understand that they pay for enrollment, not attendance. But I have to pause and ask every single time, well, have you educated them on that? How do you expect them just to know? That's on you, not them. If your parent's upset because they have to pay for a day that their child met or they missed, that's because you created expectations for them or you didn't, right? You never created any kind of expectation. So now they're disappointed because they didn't expect that. They didn't see it coming. Now imagine doing what I do. Parents go through an orientation where they know ahead of time you will be charged whether your child is here or not period. You're going to be charged whether your child is here or not, because you are paying for enrollment into my program, not for attendance. You're paying for that space. You're paying for your being here, right? Just like a private K through 12, you're paying for enrollment, not attendance. When parents understand that and they have that expectation moving forward, it changes the whole dynamic. And you no longer fight over things like that. Your staff. One of the things I teach is there's no such thing as common sense. I know that's hard, but it's true. And I can guarantee you something that I think is common sense, you do not. And something that you think is common sense, I have no idea about. Because there is no such thing. So get rid of the concept of common sense. Okay? Let it go. It will free you. And now communicate everything. 
Yes, your staff needs to know and you need to communicate that they have to show up to work every day. I know that's ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous, right? For me in my brain, my brain's like, oh my gosh, this is one of those things that is a pet peeve of mine. But it's the truth. We have to communicate. We have to teach them, set up that expectation. I expect you to be here every single day because in order to meet ratios, you need to be here and I rely on you. And we cannot be out of compliance. And uh, so explain it to them. And then they know that you're not going to put up with excessive call-ins. Now, if they do, that's when you have to have the tough conversations. They have to be had. That's when you have to be able to go to them and say, hey, we have a problem here. And things like this can be done kind. It doesn't have to be you screaming and yelling. Doesn't have to be you using extreme language, right? It doesn't have to be like, you always do this and we cannot rely on you. You are not a reliable staff member and therefore you are on probation. Instead, you can come to them from a point of, hey, the center needs you here. Everything works together as a flow. And when you're not here, not only does it disrupt the flow of our center, but the children really suffer from it. Because now we're not providing the consistency that they deserve. It throws up the rest of the staff and it really, really adds pressure and stress to your coworkers when you don't show up. So we depend on you to be here and it is very important that you show up. It is causing quite a strain that you've called in four times this quarter. So we're going to have to put you on a 90 day probationary period at this point. And actually, I wouldn't even phrase it that way. I would say we will be putting you on a 90-day probation at this point. And then explain what that means. If you call in, if you're late or anything, it will result in termination over the next 90 days, right? And stick to your guns. If you threaten and you don't follow through, it means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Another thing on that is that you also have to remember and know that um, it's okay if you have to fire somebody, you will replace them. Everybody, right? Well, a lot of you out there are scared and it's hard to hire. I get that right now, but you cannot let your staff hold you hostage or they are running the center. And that's why you're in the position. That's why you're stressed. That's why you're exhausted because you are letting them hold you hostage. You will hire someone else. It is better to be understaffed and have to work a classroom yourself than it is to have a toxic employee because they are poisoning the entire staff. So really keep that in mind. Also, if you're letting one person get away with everything, you're going to lose your good employees. You're going to lose them because they're going to be upset and disgusted with the, the fact that these people are getting away with everything. And then the other employees are going to start doing the same. And soon you're going to have this huge snowball effect because they're like, well, if they do it, why can't I? Right? So the people who have a really good work, work ethic, they're not going to be able to take advantage of you, but they're not going to work for you either. They're going to leave and go find a healthy work environment because when you're not communicating, you're creating a very unhealthy environment. And also when you're not communicating in a healthy manner. So you have to be able to communicate in a healthy manner.
One of the things I'm really working on in my own personal life right now and, and professional is that I tend to speak in absolutes. I use a lot of absolute language. And so a lot of times when I'm speaking, what I'm saying can sound very extreme and very, um, just very strong. So I'm really starting to learn how to soften that a little bit. And many of you need to do the same thing. Um, just like I said, need to, right? That's one of the things I'm trying to eliminate from my vocabulary. I need to, I have to, you always think about like, um, in a marriage, if you tell your spouse, you always come homely and you always leave me home alone with the kids to clean up everything. Well, first of all, it's not true because there's really no such thing as an extreme. Okay. An absolute is not true. They just aren't nothing. There's really nothing that is completely absolute when it comes to human behavior like that. And when you speak that way, you're just pushing people away. When you speak in absolutes like that, walls automatically go up and people don't hear a word you're saying. In their mind, they just automatically go to, oh, here we go. They're, they're just nagging. They're just grouchy. They're just, and they don't hear your message. On the other hand, if you approach and say something like, I really need your help today. I'm kind of tired. Do you think you can do the dishes? And it would really be helpful for me if you did this you know, and just rephrase or, Hey, lately I'm feeling like everything is on my shoulders and it's really stressing me out. Do you think we can split and maybe come up with a solution and then write it out? Right. Same thing with your staff. Hey, look, I feel like all of this is on my shoulders right now, guys. And it's really, really stressing me out and it's causing a problem for me. Do you think we can divide and conquer the filing? And help them to understand your perspective. It's kind of crazy, right? Because when I teach teachers on classroom practices, I tell them to use an iMessage and help to help the children understand. It's the same. A lot of these things that we do in a two-year-old classroom, you're going to do with your adults as well. It doesn't change. Human nature is human nature, whether they're 2, 22, or 72. It's just human nature. And um, we get more bees with honey, right? So really learning how to not speak in those absolutes is important to come with, um, you want to be firm. I, I hate saying you want to gently because I think this gentle, like, oh, let me gently remind you and all these things kind of drives me crazy because um, gentle opens the door to being mocked all over, but that doesn't mean you have to be harsh either. You can still be kind and firm and speak your truth. So communication is key. Just remember that. What you're struggling with, you got there one conversation at a time. Whether it's one conversation that you never had and you need to have, or it's conversations that you've had. So my challenge to you this week is look at the conversations that were not had that need to be had and start having those conversations. That was a lot of haves, right? Have those conversations that have say those unspoken words that need to be spoken and start taking your power back. I hope that was helpful to you guys. And uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Thank you for joining Evelyn today. For more information, please visit childcarebusinessprofessionals.com.